Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tonight, The Nightman, starring Virginia Bruce and Richard Wolfe. Gordon Gray. Yes, Miss Rhodes. Sit down, won't you? Thank you. I hate to disturb you like this, but I've traveled clear across the country. They wouldn't give me the information over the phone. I know. You know what this visit is all about, Warden? To some extent, yes. You think one of our prisoners, Tom Nixon, has escaped. He has escaped. I'm as sure of it as, as I'm sure of sitting here now. I saw him at large in New York City two days ago. You knew Tom Nixon well, Miss Rhodes? Knew him. He was my mother's murderer. My mother was Mrs. George Rhodes of Huntington, Long Island. She ran a boarding house there. He killed her on September 18th, 1932. We have all the records of the crime, Miss Rose. Tom was mother's chief boarder for ten years. <sighs> know him. Why, I sat opposite him at dinner table from the time I was a girl of 15. I knew him as well as I knew mother. I'd, I'd know him anyway. I see. And now he's at large. He's free. Somehow or other, he's escaped this place. Maybe you're not aware of it. Maybe even his fellow prisoners aren't aware of it. But he's wormed his way out. And he's after me. He's after me. Oh, now, my dear young lady. Warden Gray. Ten years ago, mother was found murdered. I knew it couldn't have been anyone to come. I testified against him. I was the chief, practically the only witness at the trial. And when they sentenced him here for life, he swore to kill me. He swore in the open court to get even with me. Ten years, I've lived in deadly fear. Watched the newspapers, the prison breaks. I've moved from house to house. Made few friends. He's hung over me like a shadow. Even though I told myself he was locked up here. Locked up here forever. And now it, it's come. And where exactly did you see the prisoner, Miss Rose? There's just a point. That's why I know he's after me. I saw him in my own apartment house. Well. He has a job there. Running the elevator at night. But this is so horrible. I've never married Warden Graves. I live all alone. In a small three-room penthouse on the 18th floor of an office building. The other night, about a week ago, I came home alone from the movie. After midnight, the big marble lobby of my building was deserted. Except in a far corner near the elevator with his back toward me, there was a man. Down on his hands and knees, scrubbing the floor. Good evening. Good evening. Everybody. Isn't the elevator working tonight? You want to go up in the elevator, Mom? Certainly. I'll be right with you. Okay, Mom. 
What floor? I was in the elevator. When it started to ascend, I really saw him. It was Tom. His hair had turned white. And there was a horrible stoop to his shoulders. Everything about him, the crook of his head, his high, thin, bony nose, the hollow cheekbones were all the same. And then he turned and stared at me. I could see those deadly, pale, cold eyes, those heavy eyebrows, still black, that familiar, quiet, sarcastic mouth. What floor, Mum? Oh, my floor. Uh, yes, the penthouse, please. Penthouse? Where's that, on the roof? Yes, on the roof, please. 18th floor. Okay. Warden Gray. It was being like, like being in a cage with a wild beast. He kept watching me, peering at me furtively. The elevator moved, agonizing slowness up and up past the floor. I shrunk back, averting my face. The light in the car was dim. My only hope was he did not recognize me. Here's your floor, miss. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. You can go back down. I don't need anything, thank you. What's the matter? Forgotten your door key? No. No, it's just... It's right in my bag. I'll find it in a minute. You want me to let you in? Let me in? No. No, good Lord. I got fast keys to all the doors. No trouble. Thanks, but I... No, no. No, I have it right here. Good night. That was the first time you saw him? Yes. Oh, I wanted to die. I didn't know where to turn. And that was all he did or said? Yes. It wasn't so much what he said. as the awful resemblance. The feeling that he was only playing with me. Torturing me like a cat with a mouth. Warden Graves, I didn't even have a phone. I've always been afraid to be listed in the phone book. And the only way up to that penthouse was by that one elevator. I was trapped up there. At his mercy, whatever he wanted to come. What did you do? I spent the night crouched against the wall with a flat iron in my hand, waiting for that key to slip in my lock. And uh, the next morning? The next day I began to wonder if it all wasn't just a dream. Good morning, Gallagher. Lovely weather we've been having. Lovely, dry and brisk, but not too brisk. Not overcoat weather yet. No, not overcoat weather yet. I was only saying to Tony this morning. Gallagher. Uh, uh, yes, Miss Rhodes, yes. Who's that new nightman running the elevator? The one who came on last night? Oh, Foley? You mean Foley, Miss Rhodes? Why, that's Charlie Foley. Nice old chap, baby. Very friendly and obliging to treating me to coffee this morning before I came on. Charlie Foley. Yep, that's his name. They're very partial to the Irish here in this building. Gallagher, Foley. Ah, but he's a nice, trustworthy chap, Miss Rhodes. Honest, too. Good morning, Miss Rhodes. Good morning. Does that something, Miss Rose? No, no. Uh, just about this Mr. Foley. It's just that he's rather um, odd-looking. I was wondering where he came from, and he's perfectly all right. <laughs> all right? 
Let me tell you something. He was personally recommended by Ellsworth Hitchcock, Pearson and Scott, the owners of the place. And that's the first time that's ever happened in my experience. Don't you worry about him, Mr. Rhodes. He's a good man, member of our union, and married with two children. Believe me, with the owners recommend a man. Well, it all sounds like a foolproof alibi, Miss Rose. And so you went back? I didn't want to, even then. I spent the day hunting for another apartment. But you know wartime New York, Warden Graves. There wasn't another apartment to be had. I let myself be convinced until that night when I saw him again. Good evening, Miss Rose. Pardon Rose. And now there was a cruel, sarcastic smile about his lips. The kind of smile I've seen him give to Mama. You think he recognized you then? Recognized me? Warden Graves, I haven't changed. Perhaps I've gotten a little thinner. Don't you see he'd come there only to trap me? He'd taken that particular job, part of Here's your floor, Miss Rose. It's only a question of when. When he was going to do it. When the axe was going to fall, he kept grinning at me as I stepped out of the elevator. Good night, Miss Rose. Good, good night. to my ring. What do you want? What are you doing here? It's your laundry. They told me to put it inside the door in case you weren't home. My laundry? But you knew I was home. You just brought me up. That's right. Excuse me, I... I guess I must have been thinking of something else. Yes. I'm sorry, Miss Rhodes. Very sorry. That's all right. Good night. It's a crazy mistake. There I was thinking... You could get up here some other way. But there isn't any other way, is there? No. Even the service elevator doesn't get up this far, does it? No. Just like you're all alone here. Alone. On the roof. Yes. that one. Get out! Get out! Get out! I'd better answer. And then what happened? Nothing. He came back again that night? No. I haven't seen him since. I'd barricaded myself in that night. Once it, it, it occurred to me that I might escape by running down 18 flights of fire stairs. The thought of meeting him back in the screaming darkness kept me back. I didn't know where the fire stairs ended. Perhaps in the cellar, where I would be utterly defenseless. Too bad you don't have a telephone. Oh, it's horrible. Next morning, I got down a public phone and put through the call to here. There wasn't any use. That was the day I was out of town. Yes, but Warden, I still don't see why they couldn't have told me. After all, I was giving information. It's one of our strictest regulations at Osawar Potomac State Penitentiary never to discuss any of our prisoners over the telephone. That's what they said. So you came all the way out here in person. Yes. And now you wish me to send someone to apprehend this man. I want you to bring him back, that's all. Back where he belongs. Miss Rhodes, Tom Nixon doesn't need to be brought back. 
be here. Oh, no one, Graves. Please, I, I've seen it with my own eyes. Talk to him face to face. Maybe there's someone here calling himself Tom Nixon. But he's escaped. He's free. I know it. Will you just step this way with me, Miss Rose? No, no, I, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see tell her or talk to anybody. Or... Tom Nixon's dead, Miss Rose. He's buried in the prison yard. I'd like you to see his grave. <laughs> And this is the photograph taken of him just a week before he died. You see, he wasted away quite a bit. He was in the infirmary all last year. Became very religious, too, toward the end. Spent a good deal of his time praying. Praying? Hey? Mm-hmm. All the fight seemed to go out of him as soon as he knew he was seriously ill. But, uh, you'd say this was a picture, wouldn't you, Miss Rose? Yes. It's calm, all right. Mm-hmm. And these little personal belongings... Ordinarily, we turn these over to the family, but in Tom's case, well, there wasn't uh, uh, much family. You'd uh, recognize these as his. Yes, I, I don't know them all, but that gold watch. He used to wear it every Sunday at morning. He sold a couple of notes before he died to a fellow prisoner and to the prison chaplain. You remember this handwriting? Yes, it seems to be it. <clears throat> Well, Miss Rose, now you feel a little better about your elevator operator. Hmm? You must think me a fool. No. An not, awful fool. Not at all, not at all. But the likeness was so extraordinary. It was almost like seeing a ghost. A ghost? <laughs> come, come, Miss Rose. Snap out of it. Now that you've gotten all this off your chest, isn't it perfectly obvious that that poor nightman's done nothing or said nothing to you at all out of the ordinary? It's only that, uh, well, you seem to be the victim of some kind of uh, guilt complex. Guilt complex? Oh, I'm not guilty of anything. Oh, what I mean is, Tom has been on your mind now for ten years. You've testified against him. He's threatened you gradually. You see him everywhere. No, no, only this once. Only these, these last few nights. All right. But now you know the truth. That should clear your fears forever. Tom's dead and buried. Now, go back and take a look at that nightman again. Now that you know Tom's dead, I'll lay odds the whole resemblance will vanish. Well, I hope so. My advice to you, Miss Rhodes, would be to go straight home. Use that elevator as much as possible. Get acquainted with this foley fellow. For your own sake, try to get the better of these hallucinations. Otherwise, you'll start seeing poor Tom everywhere you turn. I'll try, Warden Grace. Well, thank you. You've been very kind. Not at all. Charles. Evening, Mum. I have some bags here, Charles. Will you help me with them, please? Okay. That all, Mum? Yes, thank you. Uh, this is for you, Charles. No, thanks, ma'am. I, uh, never take this. It's all right. I, I'd like you to have it. I, I'm sure the superintendent wouldn't mind. The superintendent hasn't anything to do with it. <laughs> well, are you going to start? Yeah, in a minute. Been out of town? Why, why, yes. 
I have. You've gone quite a while. I didn't see you for three or four nights. I was in the country, visiting a friend. Oh. Hi, it's beautiful weather out there. The leaves are beautiful. I wouldn't know. You live in the city, Charles? Of course. Oh, isn't it hard to bring up children in the city? Children? Yes. Uh, didn't I understand Gallagher to say you had two children? Me? What chance I have to have any children? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a bachelor. By the way, my name is not Charles. Well, guess this must be my floor. No, it's not. Then, why are we stopping? The elevator's stuck. Power's been cut off. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, how could that happen? It, it's never happened before, as long as I've lived here. Yeah? Well, sooner or later, I guess it had to happen. Is there some way we can get it back on? Some buzzer for the cellar or something? If the power's off, the buzzer isn't working. So wonder the lights are still on. The lights? Yeah. They'll go out in a few minutes, though. Then it'll be black in here. Black as a grave. <gasps> Let's get out of here. Open the door. Can't. She won't budge. But you haven't even tried. I don't have to try. We're stuck between floors. The door's flush with the solid wall. Solid wall? Yeah. They kind of bricked up in a cell. But there must be some way out of here. Some Isn't there a little door on the roof? Something you can pry open? Something you can climb up out of into the shaft? I don't see any. Oh, but there must be. Climb up and, and feel around before the light gives out. There's nothing to get hold of. Nothing but steel and mirrors. And I'm not tall enough. Stand on my bed. That's a good idea. You'll never hold me. Oh, it's all right. Just hurry. Here. The bad sounds strongest. No, never make it. Oh, well, but stand on your tiptoes. Stretch. No. Let me try. Oh, no, I can't. I didn't think so. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Wait. Wait? Wait until somebody comes along downstairs and finds the elevator stuck. And then rings up the superintendent. That might be ours. Sure. Help! 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 Somebody help! Help! You're wasting your time. Everybody's left the building. I know because they've all signed out. This air shaft's thick. Isolated. Nobody's down in the basement. And there won't be any passengers ringing for an elevator this time of night. You seem awfully sure about all that. Why not? Cigarette? No, thanks. Do you think it's safe to smoke in here? Sure. And supposing it isn't. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, one. It'll soothe your nerves. No, thanks. The air's so close. Jumpy, ain't you? No, I suppose really there's nothing to be afraid of. Sooner or later, they'll come. Oh, sure. Eventually. Just this waiting, all these mirrors, and being stuck. You're not jumpy on account of me? You? Oh, no, no, of, of course not. But you were kind of jumpy with me the other night, weren't you? The other night? When I came into your apartment... Unexpectedly. Oh, oh, that was a mistake. A mistake? Yes, I, I just thought you were someone else. A friend of mine. Someone I've always been afraid of. Oh. But now I've learned it couldn't be you because this friend's dead. 
Dead and buried. Dead and buried? Yes. What was his name? Maybe I know him. Oh, who was that? Only the light. I knew they'd give out sooner or later. <laughs> no, he's dead. I can't stay here alone in the dark with you. So you are jumpy with me. No, no. I thought you said this guy was dead and buried. He is, he is. I saw his grave. Then why are you screaming like that? I'm not screaming. Oh, it's so dark in here. So close and... What did you do to this friend that makes you so jumpy? Who? Do to him? Nothing. I didn't do a thing. No. It was he. He threatened me. He was a murderer. He killed my mother in cold blood ten years ago. He was order for ten years. And one afternoon... Don't move! Don't move! I'm not moving. Go on. One afternoon, I came home. And there was mother lying on the floor with her, her throat. No, no, where are you? I can't... Go on. No, no, I can't tell it. I can't tell it. Tom! It's you, Tom, isn't it? I thought you said your friend was dead. Oh, stop playing with me. Stop torturing me. Tell me the truth. You escaped, didn't you? You didn't die, and it was someone else. Someone else's grave, just as I thought. You escaped and found me here. Answer me, Tom. Where are you? I can't see you. I can't. Ah! Oh, oh, stop. I didn't mean it. I didn't. I didn't mean to send you there. Only because I loved you, Tom. Loved you so blindly, passionately for years. And hated Mama. And hated you for loving her. It was only to get revenge on you both that I killed her. And framed you. Mama was so cruel to me, Tom. She treated me like a slave. And all the time flaunting you in my face. Oh. If you'd spoken one kind word to me, Tom, at the time. One word to let me know you love me. <laughs> You're going to kill me, aren't you, Tom? There's a lobby, Mom. You can get out here, or I'll take you back up to the penthouse as soon as we've picked up the other passenger. What? What? The lobby? You brought me down to the lobby? Yes. Then you're not Tom? No, Mom. You're not going to... You're not going to kill me? I agree? Yes. And it was all just a crazy illusion. <laughs> a nightmare because the car went off. And you look so much like Tom Nixon. <laughs> oh, forgive me. Please forgive me for being so fit. Okay. <laughs> and you'll forget about those silly things I said, won't you? I didn't mean them. It was just because I, I was beside myself. What silly things? <laughs> those silly things about, about my mother and, and Tom and... Now, this is for you. No, no, I, I insist this time. I insist. I'm sorry, Mum. But I'm afraid I never accept tips. Oh, but you, you must. Particularly from people... ...framed my twin brother. Good evening, Warden Graves. Good evening, Lieutenant Nixon. Well done. Thank <laughs> you.
And so closes The Nightman, starring Virginia Bruce and Richard Wolf. Tonight's study in Suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by William Spear. you, we of suspense present a special preview of our next exciting tale. And here it is, a tantalizing glimpse of our next adventure in suspense. Have another cup, another nice hot cup. Yeah, it's that special cream makes the taste good. A guy named Joe brought you, huh? Come up here from Joe's place. From Joe's place. <laughs> yeah, hear it? Ain't that pretty? Yeah, that's right. It comes right out of the wall. Singing walls. We got hot and cold running water here. Singing walls, yeah. <laughs> Have another cup. And a little more of the extra heavy cream. What? Well, I have a little snooze. I'll be right back. Hey, look at you. It's blood. Blood all over your shirt. Oh, him? Just lock them in the closet. Put the key right in your pocket so you'll know just where to find them. Sure, I'll be back. I'll be back in just a Yeah. Gee, what time is it? Way afternoon. It came in pretty late. I did, huh? Toss me my bathrobe, will you, sis? Don't you know what time you got in? No, no, not exactly. Oh, Tommy, I know it's tough not having a job all these months. But the kind of people you're getting in. Oh, my head. Have anything to eat last night? Yeah, yeah. They bought me some coffee. Coffee? Who did? Where was this? Oh, well... Honest, sis, it's no alibi, but I don't remember where I was. Well, just now, I seem to be dreaming about it. About what? About last night. I could hear you banging on the door all the time I was dreaming. And it seemed as though I wasn't dreaming, dreaming at all. I was remembering a lot of things. What sort of things? Oh, I was all mixed up. There was a guy with a kind of fog voice that kept giving me eats and coffee. I was sort of floating. There was a place with music coming out of the wall. There was something about blood on my shirt. And a key to a closet. Tommy, you're shaking like a leaf. Yeah. It's a pretty scary dream, all right. If it was a dream. Well, you get dressed and come on downstairs. Here, here, I'll get your clean shirt. No, I'd, I'd better wear the old one. I've worn it only once. But it's all messy. Yeah, it does look kind of... Mildred. What? My shirt. Give me it. Now what's the matter? Look, Mildred. That's blood. Well, I guess it is. 
I know it is. Just like it wasn't a dream. Oh, Tommy, don't be silly. You must have hurt yourself somewhere. But I didn't. Look, there isn't a scratch on me. Well, then you got in a fight. Maybe. What else could it have been? That's what I'm trying to think. Well, stop thinking and hurry up and get dressed. Oh, my goodness. Look at the way you threw your clothes around last time.